Well, it, well, you know, it's been so damn long, you know. Like Say it's like memory. riding a bicycle, but I don't believe them. I think they're lying bastards. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> well, you also fell off the bike last time you rode it. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, pops, he fires to the far side, it's intercepted, and running into the touchdown! Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down, that's a sack! Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome to IDP Nation. I am Daryl. I'm joined by my good friend Kyle. What's going on, Kyle? What's going on, Daryl? How you been, buddy? It's been a while. It has. It's been a freaking minute. And we were talking yeah. off screen there for a minute. Uh, this last month and a half has been crazy. There's always yeah. been something yeah. getting away. Yeah. Not our norm to miss this much, but... Um, you know, birthdays and life and death and all that good stuff gets in the way sometimes. And it, we just couldn't match up, right? So, yeah, we definitely have been back. struggling with uh, opposite schedules and what really not we could do. It's, uh, we're ha- it's a bummer. We have, we have. And uh, we come back with a vengeance. Yeah, we got our we got our buddy Joey the Tooth over there. Joey, finger, finger waving at us. You know? <laughs> What's up, buddy? What's going on, Joey? What's up, brother? Not much, man. It's just nice. Damn, to see it feels like forever taste. since I've talked to you, man. I know, man. It's been crazy. I was thinking about it the other day. I was watching your stuff come up on Twitter. I was like, man, what the hell is Hollywood doing? I haven't talked to him in forever. I was like, let's hop in some DMs real quick and talk to this guy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a minute, man. There's been so much going on. It's been crazy. So glad to have hey. you on. Glad you could join us, man. Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. I've been uh, I've been waiting to actually get on a IDP pod for a little while. I, I did the the IDP show a little bit ago, but other than that, it's been kind of quiet this summer. Well, you're welcome to join us anytime. All you gotta yep. do is hit one of us up. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Glad yeah, open invitation. Open hey. invitation. I got a little yep. Steve Miller, the Joker in the background. <laughs> Steve Miller three you know? times live. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, my faves. Yeah. A little ice cold brew halls going on here. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, that's Joey's brew before we get into it, there I mean, uh, look at him, Abdul. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, look dude. Look at him. Yep. Still love the that. beard. Hell yeah. Can't drink. Awesome. <laughs> All good, brother. <laughs> That's awesome. So before we get into uh, the show here, like I said, it's, it's been a minute since we've uh, been able to sit down and talk to each other, especially you, Joey. It feels like it's been forever and a day, right? So right. things have changed um, for all three of us, right? A lot of things have changed. So, uh, you know, let's just go ahead and take a minute here. Um what are you into now, Joey? Where are you at? What you working on? I know, I know there's some big changes, so yeah. let it rip, Skip. Uh, 
just recently signed on with uh, footballguys.com as an IDP contributor. Uh, that's was pretty huge. We, uh, we got offered yeah, to do a side job with uh, Sigmund Bloom. Came, he sent me a DM and he said, do you want to do a side job and you want to collaborate with us in, on a side project? So I said, sure. So we just broke down a couple of uh, rosters. I did the Saints and the Lions. And it was, they said they were going to have some openings on the team soon. So we're like, all right. I was like, cool. A couple weeks later, actually, it was probably about a month later, he sent a message. It was him and Joe Bryant. And they said, hey, we'd love to have you on staff. And I was like, that's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> I, mean, it, I love IDP guys. I've been with them for four years and everything. But it's, it's, it was just, I even talked to Nate and he's like, hey, man, congratulations. I was like, it's just kind of an opportunity I can't pass up, man. He's like, I totally get it. 100%. I was like, Wow. All right. Let's do this. So that, and then uh, I also write for UConn SI, just covering UConn football, which is pretty cool too. That's been a little slow so far this summer, but we're just waiting for the program to pick back up. But that's awesome, man. Oh yeah, that'll awesome, be wrapping up soon. Awesome. Very that's cool. So awesome, Kyle. Yeah. Kind of the same boat, man. Yeah. A lot of changes going on. Yep. Yeah, no. Um. Yeah. Same boat as Joey here. Um. Same. You know. Same thing. I, I did. Uh, took part in that project for uh, for Sigmund uh, over at Football Guys and, and did a team report, and luckily got my favorite team, the Packers. So that was pretty awesome. I was in, uh, you know, since I I actually responded first and I almost took the Packers because I knew you were in it too, and I just wanted to be. <laughs> I decided again. Well, I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty exciting. I I sent them Green Bay all caps <laughs> when I like, picked my yes. team. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I did that uh, little side project there, and then uh, same thing as Joey. You know, about a month later, got a message and and from Joe Bright and Sig saying they wanted to bring me on staff, and I I was excited, man. I've been a fan of football guys for a long time, and and, and like Joey said, I felt the same way. I, felt, I, I love my time at IDP guys. It's been awesome. I've met some awesome people and learned a lot from you guys and Johnny and everybody on staff, and, and it's been amazing. But um, this is something I like joey said i felt like i wanted to give it a shot you know so yeah so i jumped on with football guys as well recently here and, and uh yeah i'm looking forward to uh getting started there it it's gonna be fun man it's uh it's well, exciting like the idp side on fire <laughs> yeah yeah it's cool awesome, uh, it's, really, it's really I'm so proud of both yeah. of y'all no i appreciate it man it's really cool to you know be going in at the same time as joey so it's uh Made things easier. Yeah, made for sure. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say that definitely makes the transition a lot easier. So pretty, pretty pumped. Me and Kyle about were it. sitting there, we're like, should we just hop in and just start firing off like we do in our our little personal? I was like, do we start with our normal shenanigans or uh... <laughs> we test the waters first? Right? <laughs> Let's test it a little bit first before we show everybody how crazy we truly are. Yeah. Right. Right. So how about man, you, Hollywood? It's been great, man. They've been all oh, yeah. yeah. super cool. Yeah, no, it is. A, it's yeah, an yeah, awesome yeah. group. They've, they've well, it was a very, very awesome welcome from everybody. Uh, yeah, everybody's been great. So super exciting. Um, how about awesome. you, Hollywood? What, what, we're proud for you guys. Yeah, I what, mean. What do you got going, everybody, brother? Everybody kind of know that I jumped out on my own with IDP Nation, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Paige, Kyle, you're part of that. Um, uh been doing that, been doing the Patreon, um, kind of teamed up with um, Fantasy and Frames, Jorge and Nate Markham and those guys uh, nice. on another podcast, Shoot the Gap. Uh, yeah. So, so it's too, them. Right? 
Uh, yeah, Mike Waller. So it's it's uh, Jorge Edwards, Nate Markham, and then me, and then uh, Mike Waller from uh, four, four for four. four. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of teamed up and did our own podcast called Shoot the Gap, which has been rolling along. So, you know, I've been that's, nice. that's a solid group. Oh, right that's a good crew. Boys. That's yeah, that's a good uh, crew. It's a group of, that I'm not worthy of being in. I'll just tell you. Oh, stop! Guys, you're, you're worried. You those guys, guys at Hollywood. You've been around uh, those guys. Freaking slay me with what they do. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, I got so much going on. IDP Nation did the IDP grind. I've got Shoot the Gap podcast. I've got the Thirteen Horns. If you're into music, we're doing that with uh, one of my friends, Brock. That <coughs> probably both y'all know. If you're a yep. rock metal Copy. guy, you know. Check that out. Yep, choppy. Uh, nice. And then, like I said, I'm doing the IDP Nation stuff and um, starting to do a few things for Fancy and Frame. So I'm cool. really busy right now. It's it's been a busy time. So <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. man. I got to drop in uh, a couple weeks ago on uh, your pod there with Jorge and Mike and Nate, and I, <laughs> I might have gave you a hard yeah. time. <laughs> oh, you did. I mean, it, you did. It would, That's expected. Together, if he didn't give you yeah, a hard time, it's expected. Yeah, I, got, I got in the comments, and you know, I was. Uh, well, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, I got the hit. But yeah, if head. you if you've not checked it out, check out <laughs> Shoot the Gap. It's a. Uh, it's been good, man. We've been doing some redraft stuff, and uh, man, it's those three guys have been just crazy good with their knowledge. I think the four of us are kind of bouncing everything off of each other. Nate leads the yep. way, and we just kind of fill in. So, uh, yeah, if you've not checked that out, for sure, you need to listen because it's Absolutely. there's some good stuff going on. Yeah, you guys, you guys been uh, killing it. Yep. You got to. Yeah, it's almost like I forgot how to be a host here. It's been so long. <laughs> I swear to God, it is. I, you know, Nate does the uh, hosting for Shoot the Gap, and it's been so long since me and Kyle's done a show. I'm like, eh, I don't even know how to do this anymore. So, hosting yeah. is not easy, man. It's, it's weird sometimes. Like, I remember doing a couple of, like the, the IDP lounge, and I used to have my own pod, the IDP update. It's kind of weird until you like really get used to it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I got to remember to keep things rolling, I got to remember yeah. to do this. And I'm just like, I'm better when people are just asking me freaking questions, man. <laughs> Especially if you're trying, if you're trying to keep like a like a time limit, if you're trying yeah. to stay under a time, oh yeah. man, because yeah. you got people like my dumbass who's long winded, just keeps on talking forever. You're like, oh my god, shut once that pitch gets lower and lower, yeah, and lower. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah good. This. Well, you know, this is this maybe maybe just got to shake the rust off tonight, man, and you know, well, you know, I'm back. used to that because Dan. Me and Dan would be doing podcasts, and he'd be like, "He'd give me the evil eye," and I'm like, "What are you? Are you? What the hell's happening here? Are you in a Tourette's moment, or what's going on here? Are you having a seizure?" I miss Dan. Yeah, I know. He was just I on with Johnny on free real yeah. estate, so it was, I listened. It was it's good to hear hear uh, hear Dan. I haven't, haven't hear from him. I haven't uh, talked to him in a long time. He was talking about hopping back on, so hopefully he uh, he finds a day that works and jumps back on here. That'd be cool. Well, definitely. I mean, we're closing in on two hundred, Kyle. Oh, episodes. Yeah. Wow. So I was here for your last def- anniversary episode. Was it your hundredth episode I was on last time? 
What episode was it? it? May have been hundred or hundred. Sounds or right, man. Or it was like yeah, a anniversary right. or something. I was because yeah, I remember so, it was was the last time Dan was on. I was here. Right. So yeah. you know we're closing in on two hundred. I told him definitely get ready because he's he's going to be on that show. Oh so yeah, got it. That's coming up. Two. Maybe I'll fire him and you, Kyle. Who knows, man? Oh. Anything's possible. Oh, that's happening. I'm firing both of you motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's happening. Right that's happening. Down. Oh, that's happening, Go sweetheart. 200. Fire them all. Yep. 200. Burn it, it down to the early. ground. Burn it down. That's what it, That's what he finally burned it to the ground. Eh? That's right. Welcome to 200. Joey gets it. <laughs> Joey gets it. <laughs> Freaking smashing beer cans like Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the send off I always pictured for you. Anyway, burn it down, oh, smash sure. your cans. It would burn be flying. If if Hollywood ever actually has a send off, it's going to be absolutely epic. Oh yeah, yeah. epic, epic. Oh, oh it's going to happen. It's happening, sweetheart. One day that's going to happen. Oh yeah. We'll all be in our seventies. Yeah. Sons of bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See? Fantastic. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, good times. Damn, now. I've missed you guys. I really have. I know. I know. It's good to just kind of yeah. sit and chill and talk to some dudes sometimes. I it did is, like man. I did Johnny's podcast, the free real estate podcast. It was fun as hell. Cause she, oh, yeah, yeah. We talked some football, but yep. he talks about everything. I like yeah. that. Ooh, I, I got foul mouthed. I was like, oh, geez. I'm sorry, John. You know, I've, I've told Kyle that's before. The disclaimers for. Like, yeah, it's free fire zone, he always says, exactly. though. Got the disclaimer. It's a free yeah. fire zone. Say what you want. It is what it is. Yeah. And you I like know, the, told, I love I've that. I've told Kyle before some of our best episodes is even though we may have a show sheet or something that we're trying to do, some of our best shows have been just let it rip, man. Just oh, yeah. sit back, chill There's, out. And, yeah. Get yeah, five minutes in, get it off the rails and see what happens. Oh, no. Listen, you know me, I'm getting it off the rails, baby. On the rails. If a show yeah. stays on the rails, it's boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Used to do that. Yeah. Uh, what was it? me, Sean, and Biddy used to have the DFD podcast. That was like years ago, three years ago. I remember that. And it was like, we were like, the first few episodes, it was just like, follow schedule, follow schedule, follow yeah. schedule. And then like, as we got more comfortable, it just... It yep. got pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's when it gets fun, man. Just let it roll. Yeah. So what do we got Sweet, for news, Hollywood? You got anything good? Yeah. Let's. I mean, they're they're tired of hearing us ramble. There's let's get into good. a little news and notes. Um, There's nothing good. It's it's preseason. <laughs> yeah, right. There's nothing good. It's fluff season. Right, right. This is the overreaction season. Fluff. Yep. Fluff. Fluff season. Kyle, let it rip, man. This this is your spot. Okay. You remember how well, you do this shit, man? Behind home plate. He only lets it rip behind home plate. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> this is poor girls. Poor 11-year-old girls. Uh, Just straight uh, out gassing those girls. Well, the ump had a bellyache. I had a bellyache. Um, Imagine that you yeah. sip up to the plate and you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> All you can see is Kyle just sitting back there. Umpire time. Umpire time. Yep. time yeah, just smiling ear to ear, cheesing. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Shame on you guys. Shame on you. <laughs> couldn't help it. Here we go. News and notes. And so I, I'm That's reading. That's what she said. You couldn't help it. 
here we go. Just, all right. I'm just used to it. Here, you know, we're right back in it now. Hollywood's back on. Um, right. We're back I'm, in the groove, baby. We're back Let's in roll. the groove. Back in the saddle. I am reading the notes, but Hollywood wrote all these news and notes. So shout out Hollywood. You're just a beauty. Here we go. Well, you know, I'm kind of a big deal, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. don't know if you You're knew that. The biggest deal. So here we go. You know, Reports- I like to toot my own horn, but hey, you know. Oh, you will. I know you usually do. Reports <laughs> are that the Cleveland Browns safety Grant Delpit has been working with the first team in minicamp. Any interest there, boys? No. I got to see where he's lining up. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, John Johnson played a ton deep last year. Are they going to do the same thing? What do we, you know? I don't know. I feel like John Johnson's more versatile than Grant Delpit. I feel like Delpit would be more the deep option. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, mean, he's, I feel like he's a cover guy. Yeah. But, again, I only I haven't seen him play in the NFL, really. Much, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly, and that's so, my yeah. concern. I mean. Basically, I uh, need to see it before we get too excited. I mean, they still have, they have exactly. Ronnie Harrison, too. Yeah, they got Harrison, this. Grant Delpit. Yep. John Johnson's like, all right, so they're probably going to run a lot of three safety, but it right. depends who's lining up where. Yeah. They can Which literally the all trend, three play right? anywhere. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that the – no, safety said is the huge yeah. trend in NFL right it now. And, and, like, you know, like Joey said, where the lining up's huge right. because Ronnie Harrison's more of a box guy. John Johnson played a ton deep last year. Is it going to be the same thing with the same three guys there? What You know, that is something to keep an eye on. And, you know, Joey also nailed it. We haven't seen Delpit play a whole lot either so need to need to see something um next to another safety philadelphia eagles signed jaquiski tart formerly of the san francisco 49ers so tw- joey is a san francisco fan so he knows all about jaquiski tart so what do we think joey i'm very interested in tart he's a great player he's just like delpit always injured yep no nope. i mean when he plays he plays well i mean mm-hmm. in san francisco he didn't really put up like crazy stats but he played incredibly well but i think on the eagles it's a lot more of an opportunistic defense because even though tj edwards was very efficient last year and he played well kaiser white also had a career year it's still not like a group of world beaters in front of him at linebacker mm-hmm. that's still a a lot of question marks in the linebacker group. So there could be a lot of tackles up for grabs for Tart if he's going to, he'll probably play the strong safety role. So, right. Yeah. Anthony Harris, more of a, more of a free safety. So, right. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, sounds like take a flyer. I see what happens. Sure. I mean, he's probably like on waivers yeah. right now anyway. So, yeah. Price of a mouse, the, the all, the all Johnny Greek, price of a mouse click team. Exactly. All right, Indianapolis Colts safety Kahari Willis announced his retirement from the NFL after three seasons. Uh, he's moving on to pursue um, ministry, his calling in ministry. Who do we like as his replacement, Julian Blackman or rookie Nick Cross? What do you or think Rodney kind of, McLeod? I've been kind of so this was kind of a shock, up. right? Kahari Willis, we didn't see this coming, oh, and he was, a lot, he was playing well too. A lot of people had him, you know, if you watched the shoot the gap podcast redraft a few people had him in their top 15 redraft and i think mike had him in his probably top 10, didn't he like gus yeah. bradley uh strong safety yeah. role you know so i mean before the news broke you probably had him in your dynasty mm-hmm. rankings too so mm-hmm. kind of a yeah oh yeah shock to the system here a little bit um i mean good for him i mean if that's what he wants to do that's that's yeah. great um he got his couple mil from his rookie contract, and now he's just like, "Thanks, guys." Yep. I'm right. So, so, so yeah. now you got Julian Blackman or Nick Cross, and uh, 
I think Rodney McLeod is there as well. So mm-hmm. he'll be right. But I don't the- I don't think he's a factor, right? I think it's Julian Blackman, who's kind of young. He's kind of the young gun that for the past couple of years, but the I real the only guarantee. I think the next role is a toss-up. See, I'm with you. I think he's the only guarantee, but where he lines if up. If you're in some of the chats that I'm in. And Kyle, you're in some of these. Nick Cross, his name is, it's not catching fire. That motherfucker is just freaking flaming right now. Yeah. Um, well, you think they grabbed him in what, the third round? round they grabbed yeah. him in the third. And so I, I wonder if they knew before the draft that Willis was retiring. Like it was it was in the plans and see I wonder that too because we we ain't privy to all the information. We get it second hand or third hand, right? right? So yeah. I was really annoyed when the Niners didn't take cross that round. I think they had to pick before that. And I thought it's like (laughs) you all got Hufonga man who by the way he's fixing to freaking ball out this year. That dude's fixing. To- I hope so. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it's so. happening. Oh, it's happening, sweetheart. <laughs> um, well, I, th- I think it's all right. So it's. I think it's going to be Blackman playing deep Early. and cross. Yeah, mm. in the box. Personally, it could be even McLeod in the box to start the season. It all depends how camp goes if Cross shows yep. he's ready. But right, yeah, Cross yep. just says like he's got more pop in him. Yep. He's he's got incredible closing speed. So yep. he can fill gaps much better than Blackman does. Blackman's too good of a cover guy, I feel like, to throw yeah. in the box. He's, exactly. a, he, I think, he's like your your last bit of defense, and he this kind of a guy you just stick out deep, and you don't really have to worry about it. Let him hold down the back end. Yeah. He was a turnover machine when he was in Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I like that. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Uh, Julian Blackman playing free safety, and then we'll see if they how Nick Cross comes along at camp. Um, and, and if they go with the veteran McLeod early, maybe if if or does he just outright make it? They can't keep him off the field. We'll see. Yeah, it's uh, I like Nick Cross. If you can get Nick Cross in your rookie drafts, or if you play in a draft that only has a you know four or five rounds and he's on waivers, go get him, man. Yeah, I like that. Man. Yep, for sure. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers signed safety Minka Fitzpatrick to a four-year extension worth $18.4 million per year. Big payday for the Minka. He deserved it. I mean, last year he was unreal. Isn't he? he did. I mean, all right. TJ Watt gets a lot of credit for what he did. He played. He had a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. But Minka Fitzpatrick was unbelievable last year and he didn't get half the amount of credit that TJ Watt got. TJ Watt, sure, he tied the sack record, but right. Nika Fitzpatrick was fantastic in coverage, and I think he, I'm pretty sure he led the team in tackles as well. Yeah, he, he had a big year. Cover safety. Yep. I don't know. I think I was always down on Fitzpatrick myself because I figured he. I, I always right. thought he was just, he was a free safety. He was a cover safety, but mm-hmm. last year he showed he's not just a cover safety. So I, I, I kind of changed my tune on the guy after last year. Right on, yeah. I mean, he, like you said, it, he had a big year and he got he got the bag in free agency, so or before free agency, he got an extension. So, um, yeah, big big day for Minka. Another uh, Pittsburgh news here: uh, the Pittsburgh defensive lineman Stefan Tuit retired after eight seasons. Um, the reason is not not believed to be he did he did have injury problems, but they're we're, I don't know where you got this from, Daryl, but it's not believed 
to be related to the knee injury. Um, but uh, some some mental health issues, possibly his brother passed away uh, in a car accident or was struck by a car in uh, last season OTAs and um, to it uh, sat out the year. So, um, right. I mean, so we, we go back not this year, but we go back a year. Um, kind of set out, you know, he had the knee injury or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the you know they never said that. Um, just kind of dealed with it. I mean, his brother was killed last off season in OTAs. Um, this year, you know, they were kind of waiting on him, and he was still not reporting to training camp. And then it come out he's going to go ahead and retire. So I wonder how much of it is related to his brother passing. Uh, which is, you know, that's that's oh, yeah. you got to get over, right? When your brother yeah. dies or any family member dies, yeah. so um, yeah. kind of a big blow for the Steelers. Good player, yeah. He was used, you know, yeah. on the field. He was he was, uh, year yeah. was a career year. He was a a yeah. big part of that front. Yeah. But so so for me, you know, with to it passing on. To Marvin Lill, right? He's the guy. He steps uh, yeah. up right here. I feel like it's almost like the same deal as we were just saying with uh, Indian and Cross. Like, did they mm-hmm. know that exactly who it was exactly. Going? because they grabbed Lill in what the second round, right? Was he a second or was he a third rounder as well? Sec- uh, Might have been the third, but I mean, I, there was Lille. you know he had a, he had a high grade on him in some teams in, in super high grade, stuff. right? I mean, yeah. So that's a steal. You, you know, at the time you know when the draft happened, it. that's a yeah, steal. You, and now that two, it's gone. You got Lil here, so right. Like if you know you're gonna have Tua and you know you have Hayward and you still have Wormley, it's like mm-hmm. you don't need to take Lil that early in the draft. That's what makes me wonder. Maybe they knew they weren't gonna have Tua around, so it's like, let's get a replacement now and not worry right. about it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, good, man. And he's kind of a good player. Kind of around the same deal as as Tua. He can <clears> kind of go inside, shift inside and out. He's he's a pass rusher, but yep, big guy. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I like Leal as well. Um, he's going to mix in there, like you said, with Wormley and company to fill that spot. And, uh, I mean, that's uh, it's a guy that I'll be targeting too um, in giraffes if I have any left here. Um, another piece of news, Washington Commanders defensive end Chase Young, who had ACL last year, has resumed rehabbing at the team's facility with no timetable for return. But head coach Ron Rivera stated that it's most likely he begins the season on the pup list. Yeah, so when I put this in, so when I put this in, you know, it was um, he's back at train or back at the facility getting rehabbed or whatever. And like I said, we've we've missed a few weeks, so we're kind of behind. But today, when I was looking for updated news, head coach Ron Rivera kind of stated, "Hey, you know it, it's possible." he could start the season on the pup list. So that's kind of concerning, right? A little bit. I mean, now we've seen this before people, Hey, you start the season on the pup list. Sit there for three days and come off. Exactly. 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 But I mean, he's such a stud and I mean, what are you doing right now with him? I mean, it's not, 
I, I kind of just got to sit on them if I have them because you can't right. sell them because right now you'd be selling at a diminished value because he's coming off an ACL and now there's the word that he might start the season on the pup list. So you'd be selling at a diminished value and you don't want to buy him because he still holds enough value to where whoever has him is going to ask for too much. So it's kind of like if you don't have him, you can't really go for him because you're going to overpay and deal with the possibility of a, knee, a lingering knee issue. Plus the fact that as much of a stud as he actually is, like he's got potential through the roof. He hasn't really produced well in the NFL yet. He did. He had a pretty good rookie season, but it hasn't been like everybody was expecting him to blow up. Like he, it, they expected him to be better than Nick Bosa, and he hasn't even been close to Nick Bosa yet. So, I think his value is still way too high for what he's done so far in his career. But so you just you're just holding. You can't sell because his value is diminished, and you don't right. want to buy him because his value is still too high. Yeah, no, I, that's a great point. I I mean, I was I'm a big Chase Young. I was a huge Chase Young fan coming out of Ohio State. I still like him as a player and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as just straight up like trying to sell or acquire him. It's really not great because you're not, you know, whatever you invested, you're not going to get. And it's, you're still going to have to pay up to get them. And it's kind of a weird spot. Yeah, it's just a straight hold. If I'm and, doing uh, a startup too, I'm passing on on Young, and I'm just going to take Sweet whenever he whenever he comes up to me like, later. Yeah, later. It's like he's yeah. been more productive in his career, and he's still dropping at least like three rounds after Young. Right. Yeah, better better value. I dig it, man. Um. Another uh, big injury news here. Indianapolis Colts linebacker Darius Leonard is still dealing with some soreness from his 2021 ankle injury. Uh, Leonard also had a procedure on his back, and the team hopes he will be ready for training camp. And I had also just seen that they think he's going to miss the start of training camp uh, was the latest thing I saw. So um, I know that ankle, I know that ankle injury. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that ankle injury lingered last year, from what I was reading with along with this is all. It lingered on all year, and he had a calf problem as well to go along with it. I'm sure that was all related, but um, yeah, the back's concerning, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the ankle's concerning. I mean, the ankle's concerning too. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah I mean, it's just kind of piggybacking off each other, right? Yeah, and I mean, he still was what at the LB10 last year with missing some time and have a lingering injury. So I mean, the guy's talents through the fucking roof part of my language i don't know if this is can i swear no you're let it rip skip all right <laughs> i can remember i was like some shows i don't know but so well I mean, you know back in the days of dan he he kind of be politically correct and god little, bless his little heart for everything that he tried to do with me but anyway. <laughs> so it, it it is it's concerning because the the fact the ankle injury is still there sucks yeah. because it was there all last season and he couldn't shake it and the fact that he went an entire off season and it's still there it's like all right are we playing another season with like a less than 100 percent darius leonard to boot with a back surgery kind of scares the crap out of me i love the guy he's currently will be one but it scares the crap out of me it's and see this is something that we kind of piggybacking off of uh shoot the gap right we did a redraft linebacker rankings. And um, of course I had Leonard up there, but I also had Bobby Orique, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I was the only one idea. that had it. I think I was the only one that had him in my top 15 redraft linebackers. And I'm like, look, he's got the ankle injury. Now he's got the back injury. If things aren't right with him, 
or he misses some time, Okariki could be that guy, right? I mean, he could be that guy in a redraft league that could just ball out. And, um, you know, even with Leonard last year missing some time, he was still their leading tackler, their go-to guy. So is he better than Leonard? No. But I think if you're in a redraft league, even in a dynasty league, I think for this year, the cost that you can get a Ricky at or the cost that Leonard's going to cost you, I think the value is there. I, I yeah. would much rather have Okariki than I would have Leonard at the price it's going to cost me. Now, with that said, Leonard's that dude. You know, mm-hmm. if I can get him at a good value, if, I, if I'm watching drafts, startups or whatever, naturally we're saying startups because if you're drafting, you're in a startup. So, Fifth, sixth round, that's where I start looking at IDPs. If he starts dropping a little bit, I'm all in on Leonard. If he goes early, I'm looking at Okariki. That's my guy right there, just because of the value. I mean, those two guys, I mean, I have no problem having them as my LB1 and my LB2 on my team. It's kind of exactly. like the, the, the days of when it was like Willis and Bowman. It's like, you exactly. can have either one of them and you're happy with having one of them. But even if you have <laughs> yep. two of them, it's not like, crap, I have two guys from the same team. It's like, oh, no, I have 220 plus tacklers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like I think they were both top 15, at least like top 20 linebackers last year. You know, yep. Ricky had over 130 tackles. Yeah. It's, like, it's not like yeah. he's a chump. Right. So it's like I'm, I'm OK with having both of them on my team. I think I have them on both on my teams in a couple of leagues. Kind of that rare situation where, yeah, like you said, just roll them both out if you have them. You know, mm-hmm. that's like that's Levante uh, David and Devin White. Yeah, like right. there's some situations where you can just take them both and just have fun, enjoy. Yeah, they both produce and they both play enough snaps. So mm-hmm. gotta love it, man. No, I dig that. Good stuff, guys. Um, Cleveland Browns signed defensive end Jadavian Clowney to a one-year deal worth up to 11 million. Um, so they finally uh, finally brought him back. Um, was curious if this was going to happen if bringing in Chase Winovich and drafting Alex Wright was enough, but they went back to the back to the guy from last year. So, what, what do you guys think about Clowney? I think Clowney's nice for another year because uh, I think Alex Wright is going to be the guy to play across from Miles Garrett. I mean, he's a behemoth. What is he? He's like 6'5", 280 or something like that, and he's athletic as hell. Mm-hmm. He's a tank, and uh, he's just he's just kind of raw. But, I mean, he's produced his entire career at UAB, and he's got all the physical tools. If he can yeah. learn from guys like Garrett and Clowney for a year before he has to be forced to start, I mean, it's perfect. It's best-case scenario. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I, I like Alex Wright as well. I didn't do a huge dive on his tape, you know, pre-draft, but um, watched a couple games. And then afterwards, you know, definitely it was a guy that was like – I know you were talking about him quite a bit, so I didn't watch him. Like, okay – Big athletic dude who had some nice production and was a prime spot. I mean, now Clowney's back, but, you know, Clowney was fine last year. He had nine sacks. You know, he was fine. But, yes, now he can sit back and he was always going to have to wait anyway. You know, right. most of these guys don't just step in and, and tear shit up or anything, you know. So, um, no, it's kind of a good situation for him to sit and learn from from a couple of, of vets, you know. I was kind of sad for Winovich, the fact that they drafted right and then re-signed Clowney. It's like, 
Yeah. Like what happened with Winovich? He's his, the start of his career seemed like it had some promise to it. Like he seemed like he was the best pass rusher in new England. And all of a sudden he just fell out of favor with the team and he just disappeared. It's like, what did I, what yeah, did I that, that whole thing was kind of weird. Right. Um, and the fact that he had like zero, I kind of wonder if there's more to it. There has to be something that. We yeah. Don't know. Gotta be. Gotta be. Very weird. But yeah, he just like, he kind of fell off, fell out of favor, and then he had zero free agent markets. So I was like, I don't know. I thought he was playing well, but apparently not. Yeah, very weird. But yeah, now he goes to like, hey, maybe we're going to see this guy, those beautiful gold locks, get some run. Mm-hmm. You know, let me see what he's got. But yeah, <laughs> they bring in a day two. Behind Alex Wright, this big refrigerator yeah. for him. We won't even yeah. see those locks anymore. Like Joey said, they bring in a day two behemoth and then yeah. uh, bring the guy who played there last year. So. Bummer. Um, Different set of locks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, early reports. I, I love that you even typed this out because I got to say it. Early reports are that Suxonville, the Suxonville Jaguars, rookie Trevon Walker. Damn right. Trevon Walker has lined up at outside linebacker during rookie minicamp. Um, yeah, so he's going to you know line up at OLB opposite of Josh Allen here. What, what are we thinking? Uh, I know Joey's not a Walker guy. I'm not. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's got all the potential in the world. Obviously, yeah. he was number one overall pick. But sure. I don't know. He just he never had the production. Yeah. I mean, he was on the number one defense in college football, and you barely ever saw him. It was Jordan Davis. It was Nicobe Dean. It was the plethora right. of, of defensive backs. It was quite that Walker. defense was so loaded, though, right? It was, but it's like you figure if you're the best player on the defense, obviously went number one overall, you'd think you'd see him more often. And it's like he was, if you watch that team play, he was always the last guy off the line. He was the last guy out of his stance. Like, yep. You could be athletic as anything and still not be good. It doesn't matter. Like, you still need to have technique in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's a big guy, and he's going to be lining up an outside linebacker. I I feel like that's kind of a mistake. I feel like he'd be better off shifting inside because they have zero inside pass rush. I mean, they thought mm-hmm. Taven Bryan was going to be that for a while, and he never materialized. Oh, he just never panned out. Yeah, shift him inside. I think you know. I I know right now. I, I had read a little bit about this too when the, they were this blurb came up a little bit a little bit back, but um. Walker said that he liked just playing one position. He felt like it was good for him to just focus on playing outside linebacker for what that's all they were having him do. So that's a good thing to help him because he needs to develop a pass rush. So so he needs a plan. So for him to say that, that kind of brings up a couple more red flags. It's like, all right, this guy's having trouble learning the NFL is like, he can't just something that Mm -hmm. just comes natural to him. He's having issues going from here to there. So he needs to focus on one thing. And being a man of that size, and I mean, sure, he's got good athleticism and he showed good mobility, but a lot of teams that are playing 3-4 now, your, your outside linebackers are dropping in coverage more now. I mean, with mm-hmm. spread offenses, I mean, I don't see him being able to drop in coverage that well. I mean, you, I don't think I've ever seen him do it, if so, very rarely. So it's like now you have a guy whose best pass rush is on the interior. You're going to have him dropping in coverage. It just seems out of place for me. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a guy they could get creative with, like you said. If they're going to start him off at outside linebacker, um, 
you know, they want him to learn that first, right? Sure, don't 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 overload him early on, but yeah, like he can get it done inside. You know, he Just he's got that run a lot of stunts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, let it, let Brock. him get them long arms and powerful mitts yeah. on guys, and, and use that speed to power capability he has. Drive him back. Yeah, get creative with them. But yeah, so I mean, I'm intrigued with Walker. I really am. You know, th- there's something there, but there's some development needed, and we got to figure out what they're gonna do with him. I, I, I hope he that. proves me wrong. I do. Yeah, because yeah. this dude's got crazy athleticism. There probably isn't. A, yeah, right. Not there's not a more, more polarizing rookie IDP in right. this class, probably. Right. I mean, exactly. First overall pick in the draft, and you know, he's dropping to the third round. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Pretty wild. Um, <laughs> here's another guy, Joey. Well, here, no, here's a guy Joey likes, actually. I know. Um, New York Giants outside linebacker Aziz Ojalari has added 10 pounds this offseason and plans to play at 255 this season. I love it. Yeah, me too. Love yeah. I, mean, he I love Ojalari. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he was explosive as is, adding a little bit of strength, which is probably his – that was his weak point last year. Right, right. Yeah. Then add the fact that they had Thibodeau in the draft, so now you have two explosive young edge players. Like that defense, is like good for the Giants. I mean, yeah, you didn't, you didn't waste a pick on a quarterback early. I mean, you just give Daniel Jones his last year. Maybe, just maybe, he shows some bit of yep. potential. And if not, draft the quarterback, quarterback class is better next year. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So it's but like, this is the Jonathan yeah, Mo, right? Pass rushers, up front oh, guys God. in the trenches. That, that, that defense um, is nice. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they're starting to put something together. Ojolari, Thibodeau. Thibodeau's what everybody thinks. And I think he's – personally, I think he's the best pass rusher in this class. Um, he's right there. Him and Hutchinson are A and B. Yeah, right. So if they hit, I mean, they're set, right? I mean, this yeah. is Johnson of old, Lawrence Taylor type stuff. And this has been their MO OC forever. JPP. That's what it is. That's yeah, what it reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, JPP, Strahan. This fits right into yep. that mold. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm getting Ojolari everywhere I can right now. Not in any league room with me because I think I drafted him in like every league. <laughs> I just gonna, yeah, I didn't get him. I, I'm in good leagues with Joey, and yeah, I don't think I got him in any because of him. So, um, but, yeah, well, I, Joey's gonna, just like, selfish. Okay, damn yeah, it, Joey. You don't you don't spread the love with his friends. <laughs> I know he's so selfish. What an yeah. asshole. <laughs> Self-serving. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oh, um, the, the Philadelphia Eagles signed cornerback James Bradbury to a one-year, ten million dollar deal. A must start against the Giants this year. From that, it, this is from Mike Waller. A must start against the Giants yeah. this year. Hollywood. Yeah, I have now. to give Mike credit on this because yep. we were talking about this on Shoot the Gap, and he's like, "Yep, I don't care what you do with Bradbury, but you better start his ass at least two times during the season." against the Giants because he's going to light them up, right? And I was like, oh, shit. I'm all in on that. That That's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's a great pickup for Philly. Philly's secondary yeah. has been kind of weak for the past few years. Philly's made some good moves this offseason. Trading for A.J. Brown, yeah. signing James Bradbury, just picking up Tart. I mean, grabbed Kaiser White to try to upgrade that linebacker group. 
bring a little bit of stability to the middle of the field. Let's see how it goes. Hopefully they can, hopefully him and Edwards can be stable, but the Phillies made some great moves. And I think, uh, Adam Bradbury makes him probably the best corner on that team right now. So it's not really uh, the only team really in the NFC East that I'm worried about him going up against is Dallas. I mean, nobody else really has right. any, any firepower to go against McLaren, Terry McLaren, but yeah. Who's his quarterback right now? Who do they have? Oh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. He'll fucking he'll eat him alive. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what a like what a pickup for the Eagles to yeah. get a guy like James Bradbury right now. So I mean, you go, you got Bradbury and you got Darius Slay. Yeah. You know, like pretty yeah, dang pretty, good. That's pretty locked down on the outside. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. I think Slay's so. not not hitting Father Time yet, but I mean last right. year still phenomenal. Yeah. And so I mean, if he can continue, you know, like you said, keep it going and not uh, hit father time like him and Bradbury is a hell of a duo and to get yeah. Brad I mean, for Bradbury to get released in Philly to pick him up from like uh, it's like yeah, thanks New York yeah Appreciate thank you that. yeah so and then the, Avante Maddox and then and the nickel too right yep Avante Maddox and the nickel yeah and then uh it's not bad yeah like we said with the safety situation you know, if Tart mixes in now and Harris plays the free safety role it could be a nice secondary there I kind of like Tart and uh and um Harris together yeah. It's not terrible. No, and it, I think there's some value there, like you said, with Tart. Um, and right now, if, if he's sitting on your wire, like just take the take the, the free click. And if it don't work out, you ain't out nothing, you know? You just it's part of the deal. Somebody else. Yep, yep. Churn and burn the back out. end of your roster. Yeah, yep. No, I dig that. Um, Cincinnati Bengals defensive end Joseph Osai is on track to participate in training camp towards meniscus and had another procedure to help the recovery process. Um, this is, I'm a big, I was a huge Osai fan and he was, um, a guy I, I got in a few spots and he was really exciting there before he got hurt. He was making all kinds of noise last year. And then mm-hmm. unfortunately we didn't get to see him, but Hey, another, another, uh, a nice addition to a pass rush that features, uh, Trey Hendrickson and, and Sam Hubbard, steady Eddie, Sam Hubbard, not flashy, but he's fine for IDP, right? If you got him, I love Sam you know? Hubbard. I mean, last year he, what, he almost, did he eclipse 10 sacks last year? Oh, I'll take a look. I don't remember offhand. Right there, but I it's, mean, it was close. I will take, I'll take any bit of sacks from Sam Hubbard because he's going to give you like 70, 80 tackles a year. It's so. wild, right? The rare defensive end that has this tackle floor. Of, yeah. So he had seven and a half last seven year. Half. Another I mean, 62 tackle season, seven and a half sacks. Sam Hubbard doing Sam Hubbard stuff, right? It's like, shucks. <laughs> you, can still, you can still get him so late, too. Everybody, yeah. Like, right. Yep. Like, oh, he's not a sack guy. It's like, yeah, I know he's not a sack guy, but. I mean, he's going to get you like 60, 70 tackles. So right. I'll take that and seven sacks all day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then getting Osai back, like, uh, that's a, what a I nice addition. Osai kind of reminds me of like the role that um, Carl Lawson was in, just like yeah. strictly pass rush, but still that was a productive role for Carl Lawson. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. I think that'd be perfect, a perfect way to get Osai involved in that defense. Absolutely. Um, the Baltimore Ravens signed Vince Beagle. Um, you guys have anything there? Hell no. Okay. Now <laughs> I'm excited. We're going to go to this next piece of news because I'm excited about it. The Green Bay oh, Packers Jesus. signed Here we go. Here we Alexander go. to a four-year, $48.4 million extension. Let's go. He deserved it. He's damn good. Yeah. He's really he good. He is really good. He yeah. Is. Really good. I, I was – I mean, I, I was – 
pretty confident they would get this done because you just it's pretty hard to let guys like Jair Alexander walk. It's, you I know, mean, he, when they took him in the first round of that draft that year, I was like, mm, was that a reach? Was it a bit of a reach? I thought no. it was a reach. I did. At least a little bit. I thought he was like a second or third rounder. But then, like, you watched him play and you're like, oh, all right. That's did, why they did it. Do you remember? <laughs> tell me if you remember this, Joey. I think I remember we were talking one time with Sean Lanny. And he didn't he say like that was it him that said that Jair Alexander in that draft class talked more shit than any other corner that mm-hmm. he that he scouted? And he said <laughs> that he he put his up the rankings for that because he had that they had shut down number one corner swagger in the, yep. the trash talk game. Was that Lanny? That was it. Okay. Was so, shout out Sean. But yeah, that I, I remember that conversation. Uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh yeah, Alexander, good for Green Bay. Green Bay's got a solid defense, man. I like I like Green Bay's defense. It's exciting, man. Like, you know, the, well, as long as they get, got rid of Kevin King, right? Oh God. <laughs> you guys have had to I've had to pour out my feelings about Kevin King to both of you multiple times. Stop <laughs> starting him. It's like stop. Just I know, just stop it. Exactly. <laughs> now, just you know, freaking man. stop already. Yeah. Oh, Brazil Douglas, what? What a story that man is, oh, huh? Oh, God. Unbelievable. He came in and just rocked the freaking house. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. And everything, then, he, every time he picked it off, he took it back for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it was insane. <laughs> uh, and then they Stokes. paid him, you know. Stokes, yeah. I mean, Stokes had to step up. You know, I don't know what his role was going to be initially, but he didn't. they didn't have a choice but to throw him out there, and he held his own, man. So Stokes, Alexander, and Douglas – that trio I'm, I'm excited about. And um, I like the look of our nickel defense with Quay Walker coming in mm-hmm. and, and uh, Devontae Wyatt. If Quay Walker is what they think he is, our nickel could be real nice. Um, you know, with the trio corners, Amos, Savage. And, you know, I'll just, I, I just need to shut up about the Packers because I'll just, I'll, I'll talk too much. But excited. Two seconds. <laughs> okay. Yep. No worries, man. Um, next piece of news. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, 80 years old, said he will never sell the team. He bought the team in 1989 for 150 million and is estimated worth uh well that eight and a half. What'd you got there, Hollywood? 80 was it 81? Eight and a half billion. That's what it should be. Billion. Eight and a half billion. Okay. No, that's all good. I didn't know if that fraction snuck up on the number on you know what I mean. Sometimes that happens. Um, so eight and a half billion in sale value currently. Holy smokes! Jerry Jones, what an old bastard, making moves. I'm and con- I I'm love a- it. I'm I convinced he's it. an alien. I'm convinced he's an alien. He's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the guy. I mean, he's gonna destroy that team, right? They're never gonna, gonna win to with him. He has for years. Any other owner would have gotten Tony Romo a competent team. Tony Romo was a damn good quarterback. I don't care what anybody he says. Was. Tony Romo was. He, he really was. But and the fact that they couldn't you know, get him a comp. Tony Romo is going to be remembered for that freaking botched. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That, was the year, that botched yeah. snap. The field goal. Yep. That was it. I mean, he makes that game over, right? Yep. Game over. That was the year. But I mean. Tony Romo was unreal. Like you watch him play and his, his presence in the pocket was phenomenal. I loved watching it. He's pretty that's damn freaking, good runner too. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like he'd sit there in the pocket and he's like, 
half a second from a sack, and then he's back shoulder spin move, and then he's yes. throwing a yes. 20 yard cross around. It's like, all right, come on. Dude's got eyes behind his head. He's a great quarterback. And he got <laughs> so much crap. I was like, whatever. I like Tony. Give me Tony Romo all day. He was a good quarterback. You know what? I like Tony Romo as an announcer, too. I think he's a better announcer than he was a player. It just proves he's a smart player. Like He yes, understands sir. the game of football. Yes, sir. But, yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones, he's <sighs> never been able to put together a complete team. It's like the man doesn't know shit. Jones and Snyder are going to be the death of those teams. Yeah. 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 Snyder is going to be the death of those teams. And that's a shame because I think both teams could be – I think both teams could be something special, right? Mm -hmm. Not only historically, but in the future. Washington Dallas could be something special, and they have owners that are just going to freaking drive them – right into the fucking ground. Yeah, nobody really yeah. worries about New York because New York just constantly flounders. So, Philly's the only one. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, you know, the manager and everything in New York's always just been like, oh, what the fuck, man? Edelman's <laughs> gone. Still, like, they haven't done much to really make you excited. The defense is good, but it's like, all right, who are our top receivers? Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, and Wandalay Robinson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Daniel Jones. Like, so you have that guy throwing to that trio. It's like, not uh, great. Sure, we can have the best defense in the league, but I don't know. We have Barkley who we're going to ruin again. But it's just like, it seems like Jeez. the only competent franchise in the NFC East is Philly, and Philly hasn't even been that competent. It's just, they're the only team that actually makes decent moves. Like the get AJ Brown was fantastic. Great move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I and mean, they've just they've had a good offseason. So thumbs up to Philly. Thumbs down to the rest of the NFC East. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I um last piece of news, boys. Uh former Kansas City defensive end Melvin Ingram has signed with the Miami Dolphins. So I believe. Um, the Chiefs had tendered him at one point, and yep. Miami must have uh, matched or whatever. So, hmm. however, that all works because I'm definitely not a contract guy. Um, yeah, so you know, get another veteran pass rusher there to to mix in with Ogba and uh, you know last year's rookie sensation Jalen Phillips should take a step this year. Love Jalen Phillips. Yeah, nice rookie year. I love him to take a nice step this year. Um, I mean, yeah, so been solid for the past two years. Yeah, too. yeah, absolutely. It's kind of weird that the fact that they were so aggressive to get Ingram. Yeah, like if they weird. It is weird, right? To get it, it's like yeah, yeah, because he was tendered, so you got a match or right. a bid or whatever. Yeah, I but I mean, yeah, it doesn't move the needle for me, and I'm not going to worry about him taking snaps away from Phillips or Rod. But he's probably just yeah. going to be in a rotation, filling when they need a breather. Yep, be a Hollywood present for Phillips. Yep, I agree with that. Hollywood, you uh, any interest in Ingram? Nah, he's done. Yeah. He was good while right. it lasted. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, absolutely. Good, solid career. I, mean, I think he nice had a dude. shot with Kansas City, but that just didn't work out. So I think yep. it's time to move on. So He could coach up the young buck. That's right. Yep, exactly. I like he's it. Phillips is fantastic. 
Well, boys, that's all I got for news and notes. And shout out Hollywood for putting it all together. So well, Hollywood, thank we're you. We're kind of thank behind. I mean, we missed a few days, so. Oh shit! It's all right. It's all right. Oh, you know, we're kind of behind, so we're we're almost an hour deep here, but um, we got to pay a few bills. Thanks to MFL.com. They support our listener leagues. Um, so good, you know, helping us out with all our charity stuff, our listener leagues and all that. We thank them. Um, we want to thank... Um, Oh, trophysmack.com. If you're looking for something for your champion, right? You know, your league winner, your league loser. They got stuff for your losers too. So trophies, rings, plaques, belts. Go check them out. But man, those things are freaking awesome. What they yeah, got going I mean, on. Um, I want to grab some of those rings, I think, for some of my leagues. The, the rings are freaking yeah. cool, man. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing the rings for a couple of our listener leagues, and nice. man, I'm telling you right now, um, they are awesome. Yeah, I mean no, they're nice like, quality, they're heavy, they're well made. You just can't beat, you just can't beat it, right? Um, listen, if you some can get of our listener four rings, and you can just go like this. Yeah, yeah. It's so much more than a belt. The belts are cool. I love them, but if you can just here. oh, those fucking belts are awesome, dude. You can't talk those more shit to somebody. You can't talk more shit to somebody your league mates than going like this. Yeah, just kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. I mean, Tom Brady does it all the time. What is he? He goes like this. <laughs> right. Like, right. Pick one. Pick one. You see the golf challenge they had? It was him and Aaron Rodgers versus uh, Josh oh, Allen yes. and um, Patrick Mahomes. He talked so much shit. He's such a shit talker, right? And I'm here for every you bit. I was not a. I'm not a huge Tom Brady guy, just because my brother's a Raiders fan. So ever since the Tuck rule, it's just been screw the Patriots, screw Tom Brady. You right. gotta respect what the guy's done, man. And you watch him play and you listen to him. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I kind of like the guy. And I told my brother that. And he's like, you know what? I I kind of do too. <laughs> he's such a shit talker. And I love he that. Is. I love he it. Is. And it's it's subtle too. Yeah. It's not like yeah. I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, oh, yeah. Remember that time when uh, I went to the Super Bowl and your team went 3-12? and 12? Yeah, that was a great year. It's like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it's, like, it's, it's methodical. Like like, it's it's freaking. He knows exactly what he's doing when he says something and takes a jab. Nice. He knows what he he knows what he's doing, and it's to the point. Right? So yeah, I love Tom Brady. Uh, like I said, thank trophy smack rings, plaques, belts. Um rings uh they got stuff for losers uh you're not gonna find a better uh entity to crown your champion or crown your losers so go check them out they're on our homepage. um we get a little long-winded on the news and notes but uh main event rookies you know the nfl draft is behind us it's kind of settled down a little bit 
you know, we know who went where. Now we're kind of saying who fits in where roster-wise. We're hearing some news. We're still a little bit away from everything being defined. But with that said, who are we liking? Who do we dislike? Um, you know, is there some sleepers you like? Is there some guys that you thought, eh, I don't know about this now. So, I mean, this is our off-season series. Joey, what's your thoughts here? Uh, let's see. The main guy I don't like, I think, already touched on, is Trayvon Walker. Just too much for me to try to go for. I mean, I'm, he's going in the same round as, like, Arnold Ebiketti. I'm going to take Ebiketti over him every time just because I feel like his his production in college was better. He's on a team where he fits perfectly. And I don't know. It's just it's weird to me to take a second-round pick over the number one overall, but it's just I, I can't get behind what Jacksonville is doing with Walker. So I, I, my, my biggest fear of bust is Trayvon Walker. So I'm staying complete. I don't have him in any leagues. I haven't even – put him in a queue to even attempt to draft him. I'm just staying completely away. One guy I've uh, come around on quite a bit, and I've actually tried to reach a little, but I keep missing him, is uh, Lewis Sign. He's, he's with Minnesota now. What is it? Him and, uh, him and Harrison Smith. He's going to go right in and start right away, I feel like. And that's a great role. I mean, Her- Anthony Harris was good when he was there. Uh, Cameron Bynum... It, it, he'll probably have to battle him a little bit, but he played well when he was starting. But I think Sign just fits absolutely perfect for that. I think it's going to allow Harrison Smith to be a little more free in his game. Mm-hmm. I think he can be more of like what Tyron Matthew does because, I mean, Harrison Smith does it all. I mean, he can tackle, he can cover, he can blitz. He does it all. So give Smith kind of free reign. And then you have Sign, who's the firecracker back there. Like he's got closing speed. He's got some pretty decent coverage skills. That was the one thing I was kind of down on him for was his coverage. But it's not bad. Like I, I think I blew it a little out of proportion when I was watching tape. But I think it's like that role is just proven to be a close to a hundred tackle role if he wins that starting job. So I'm all in on Lewis Sign. Yeah. You guys got so so let me hit you here for a minute. You've mentioned a couple of names. Trayvon Walker, you're not very high on. Mm-mm. And I'm doing a spreadsheet that I do every year for rookies, you know. Mm-hmm. And this, this is actual drafts, not mocks or whatever. This is actual drafts. Trayvon Walker is going at 27.7. So he's going yeah. behind Hutchison, Lloyd, Thibodeau, Hamilton, Dean, and then he's the next guy off the board. So basically, second round, I'm not touching him at that price. Mm-mm. No way. No way. Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Hamilton's the guy. Hamilton's oh, the guy yeah, Hamilton is. is. Now, now Hamilton's mm-hmm. going at 18.9. So basically, 19, right? And from yeah. what I've seen, it's been Hutchison, Lloyd, Thibodeau, Hamilton. So Hamilton's been the fourth guy off the board. And I've been saying it since the get-go. Hamilton has the highest floor, but landing in Baltimore, 
boosted his ceiling. His damn ceiling is off the charts. You know, he just turned I mean, into, unless you just unless you need something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so unless you need a pass rusher, Hutchison, Thibodeau, unless you need a linebacker, which I think Lloyd is the guy. Those mm-hmm. those three legitimately have a case, right? But man, if I'm set at defensive end or edge, or if I'm set at linebacker, if I'm set at those two positions, I'm freaking smashing Kyle Hamilton in Baltimore. I'm I, I can't run to the podium fast enough and freaking turn that card <clears throat> in right now. So here's my thing with, with Kyle Hamilton. So the only IDP I'm drafting ahead of Kyle Hamilton is Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. Oh. Hutchinson to me. Oh, easy, Joey. Easy. And let me explain why. I don't think he's going to have possibly the best career, but think about positional value. So he's a DB that's going to be a cheat code, probably playing a good chunk of his snaps at linebacker because that team has zero linebackers. So right. Plus they had, they got Marcus with Marcus Williams to play deep. Oh, yeah. He's a deep so, safety all day. So Hamilton's going to be playing up more towards the box. And then you have – you have Aiden Hutchinson. He's just Aiden Hutchinson. He's phenomenal. Thibodeau, he's going to have to deal with splitting some of that production with Zizo Jolari. And then you have Devin Lloyd, who's got Foyasade Oluwokun. So if you want to grab Devin Lloyd, you can, but think you grab Kyle Hamilton, obviously the best DB in the class. And then next round, you grab Chad Muma. You grab Channing Tindall. You grab another guy who has potential roles. So I would, I would much rather have Hamilton and Tyndall than Lloyd and Jalen Petre. It's like the way I look at it is I'm looking at value, what I can get later in the draft. I mean, linebacker and edge is so much deeper than defensive back. And, and you generally don't want to take any defensive back over an edge or a linebacker just because they're, they're streamable. Mm-hmm. Kyle Hamilton's not a streamable guy. Kyle Hamilton is like your Derwin James, your Jamal Adams types. So I'm taking him and then trying to grab value at my other positions later in the deeper positions. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't argue with that strategy. You know, if, if, especially if you like those other options at linebacker, you know, if you're like, Oh, I get him. And then I still get these linebackers I'm high on later. And, and you'd like pairing them together. Yeah. Makes sense. You got to go in with the strategy, man, and, and get the players you like at the values you like. So, Right. Yeah, edge class is so deep, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it is. It is. I, I got an article. And I think, and I've said it. I think Hamilton has the highest floor mm-hmm. of any prospect IDP wise in this class. Yep. Um, I think landing in Baltimore, Chuck Clark is the guy, right? I mean, that's that's the um, that's the consensus the for now. Was. Was, was but I mean, I, I still think he is. For now, I think he still is. He's I mean, strong. He, he, I think he you play can play. Still, but Hamilton's going to be, he's going to play pretty much every snap, I'm feeling. Like, the guy's so Yeah, great. I think he play, is, but I think he's going to play next to Chuck Clark, right? Then when brilliant. Clark moves on, I think it's going to be Hamilton's show to run. Uh, and maybe, I don't know that that's next year. But I think it could be 
early as this year, right? So Clark's going to be the guy. Hamilton's going to plug in next to him. If Hamilton does what he's been doing, Chuck Clark's gone. You know, he's so they gone. didn't add anything to their linebacker group, right? So it's Patrick mm-hmm. Queen and Josh Bond. Oh, Jesus Christ, so Patrick Queen. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. So oh, it's nasty. Freaking nasty. So Chuck Clark will probably still play a good chunk, and then you have Williams in the back end. And then Kyle Hamilton is going to play probably a lot of linebacker, mm-hmm. but I think I think he's got more, much more value than Clark as a playmaker right. and as a run defender. So it's like Clark will be on the field because of his knowledge of the defense, and he'll probably call plays. Right. But Hamilton's going to be the guy you want to own. Yeah, we're talking IDP. You know what I mean? Like who's going to get the points? Mm-hmm. Clark, Clark's been just fine right it hasn't been overly exciting but he's important to their defense nfl wise because he's been wearing the dot running the show and playing a ton of snaps but yeah it, even if he stays and we know williams is playing deep because that's what he is and that's you know he's gonna be good at that for their defense right so and then chuck clark and hamilton in the mix okay if clark's gonna play there then like joey said patrick queen struggled i mean they have they shifted roles with them, which was actually a good thing for him. And Josh Bynes is Josh Bynes. He's just a solid veteran. Everywhere he goes, he's a good locker room guy, and he can put him out there and he'll hold his own. Right. We know what Josh Bynes is. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, put Hamilton in the box. And then if you're going to play all three of them, Hamilton, put him in the box. Let him get tackles for us, IDP, degenerates, and get some points. Let's go. Like, he's the exciting option, right? Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I kind of like Chad. I like Chad Muma still. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. kind of down on him after they, they traded up for Devin Lloyd. They signed Oluoka, and it's like the first thing I heard after the draft was from Muma's mouth himself that the defense was talking about having him play a money backer role. It's yeah. Like, okay, yeah. they didn't add much to their safety group. And if he's playing that role, ooh, that's kind of that's kind of intriguing. Very. If I can get Muma in the fourth round and he's like a 70, 80. 80% snap guy. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, I, I'm, so I Mo- love Muma. Muma is going at an average of 54 right now. 54? Yeah. So that, 54. yeah, I would, so I mean, that is just what? a, that's an absolute smash. smash. That's smash. That's fifth round. That's like mid fifth. 14, yeah. 28. And a 12 team. 42, 56. So you're looking at basically fifth round, late fourth or fifth round, yeah, depending smash. on how many teams you got. Yeah, yeah, I, I would take Muma easily in the fourth. I don't even care if you if you really want him. If you took him the end of third, you just I just think you got to have to be patient. But you got to like I, I do think they could use him in that money backer role. We'll see. But like even if they don't, I hope they do. I, I hope that they, what yeah. they're saying is true. I did with you, Joey. Even right. if they don't, I still like Muma long term because I think they move on from Foyer in a couple of years. Yeah, I really do. I think he's going to be too good, Muma, to keep him off the field. And I think the Lloyd Muma pairing is something that they're going to like there and. And they're gonna yeah. be like, crap, we overpaid. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully it's a decent exactly. contract. Yes. Yeah, Muma's just too good a player. You know, he's excellent in the run game, you know, and he's fine in coverage. You know, he, he's, yeah. he can do it all. I thought he was the best tackler in this class, easily. Play diagnosis is unreal. It's Exactly. He reads, reacts. He stays square to the line. He, he shoots the gaps. His timing's fantastic. He can play the outside run well. He, he's just – he's a great run defender, and he's more than that. He can play coverage. He's fine. 
And um, everybody's it's too good. his biggest knack was his athleticism, which wasn't bad. It's like it's not <laughs> like he's no, no, no. athletic no, no. by any means. Yeah, no, he tested well. Um, but no, I'm with you on Muma. He's just I wish he would have landed with like freaking Detroit or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and just some prime spot. So we're gonna have to wait a little bit, but I just you know, talent's too good, take him and just maybe you're gonna have to be a little more patient, you know, with him and just wait for the to when he gets on the field, his talent will do do the rest. That's yeah. that's kind of how I feel. But I just wish, you know, he was – that would happen right away. <laughs> but that, that big old contract is going to be hard for him to climb over a foyer Luicon. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like Jackson was like, well, Moom is here. I didn't see this happening. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Well, we're going to take him anyway. Yeah, because it was like the <laughs> well, like fourth, fifth, or sixth pick of the third round yeah. or something. So, you know, yeah, they didn't – yeah. They're like, well, yeah. we traded up for Lloyd already. <laughs> uh, I can't do it. Take <laughs> yeah, um, that, I, I, I really like. I want to see that Lloyd Muma uh, pairing. Yeah, I, I really like both players, so I, 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 I want to see that happen. But I mean, and, and you know, I know we're writing Alukan off, but IDP wise, he's going to be fine. You know, he's going to rack yeah. up tackles. It's just as a player, he's not. I mean, shit, you know. he had 190 tackles last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I expect him to be productive <laughs> and, and be fine. But I just, I mean, when I say they're going to move on, it's because he's kind of a limited. It's um, just going to be his, because his contract's going to be bloated. It's, it's too much money, and he's not going to, you know, return. Especially when all fast to the game. Two great players on rookie contracts. Yeah, yeah, making uh, eighth of the money that you're paying them or exactly. whatever. You know, <laughs> it's almost at this yeah. point. It's like, all right, start toying with trade ideas now. Just he hasn't even about it, and that's not even a knock on on him at all. No, no, it's just not yeah, yeah. Last year, but it's like yeah, they probably didn't see themselves being able to land Muma in the third, and they were just like, absolutely. Oh, now I'm regretting that contract. Yeah. So we trade like you know we yeah we moved up to get Lloyd, and this guy fell in our lap, and we paid. We paid Nick, we nickel and dimed our way to a to a weak receiving group, and we paid the linebacker, yeah. but we were able to draft two top linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry, Trevor. We'll get you some some yeah. here soon. <laughs> Did you uh you have any other uh any guys that come to mind there, Joey? As uh, far as see. sleepers uh, or guys you you feel strongly about or sleepers? Uh Sam Williams, man. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've been mm. looking to pair like somebody with uh with Demarcus Lawrence forever and they Randy yep. Gregory was the guy, then they signed him and then he said, Nah, never mind, I'm going to Denver. So they're like, shit, we still don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> second round, they grab Sam Williams. And Sam Williams, he had 12 and a half sacks in the SEC. Yeah. He's quick off the line. Yeah. He's athletic. He tested fantastic at the combine. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, he's in a great landing spot. And he gets to face Daniel Jones twice a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But, I actually yeah. just drafted Sam Williams today in uh, – one of Sean's leagues, the Baker he's, Mayfield league, I think. And he's going nice. like fifth and sixth round. Man. Sixth round, yeah. Yeah, he's going light for sure. Yeah, so I, like yeah. good value, good value. Yeah, him and Drake Jackson are two guys that are going yep. like fifth and sixth round. It's like there's ample opportunity for both of those guys. The fact they're dropping that late, it's like, yep. But my one deep sleeper, and I'm going to stick to this. I've been I've been pumping him all year. Is Amari Barno with Carolina? Yep. Yeah, that's so been, he's, been on him. He's what six five, two forty. He's kind of kind of lean, but so is Brian Burns coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, he's exactly. just gonna pair up 
Brian very Kizzy similar, Kizzy. right? Right. And he's a former interior linebacker. Yep. Like Barno started as an interior linebacker, then moved to edge. So it's like, all right, sure, he's going to have some some more learning to do. But his first full season at edge was his senior year, and he was very good. I mean, he wasn't like mind-blowing, but he was very good. And he doesn't really have much competition from him. It's Yator Gross Matos, who's been pretty much an utter disappointment since he was drafted. And Marquise Haynes, who's just kind of a guy. I mean, mm-hmm. other than that, there's nobody else in front of him. So you have a high upside athletic edge. I mean, he tested phenomenally. He had like a nine point, what was his, like 9.89 RAS score, athletic score. Wow. What was his 40? Like 4.3? Like 4.37 or something. Seven, like yeah. 4.34. Four. ridiculous man. for a man that size. And yeah. Like, if Wild. you can have him coming off the edge opposite of Brian Burns, it's like – there's some potential there. So, yeah. I mean, he's a guy you can probably get off waivers. Nobody else is really drafting him. I'm grabbing off waivers like every single league. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Just keep an eye on him. I dig it, man. Yeah, you've been on him for, for a while. I, I dig that a lot, man. Um, you watch. I'm just going to follow my face, and I'll be dropping him next year. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, I bumped him up. I didn't do shit. <laughs> hey, I mean, it happens every year with the rookies, man. That's we why he's it. a sleeper. It's potential. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. But, Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Other than that, nothing Nothing too crazy. Okay. Oh, I dig it. Those are some good names, man. I, I'm a Sam Williams. You know, I think you know I'm a Sam Williams yeah. guy, too. Um, I – Man, the more I watched his tape, the more I liked it in that spot in Dallas. I mean, like you said, they, they're looking for a guy across from from uh, D-Law there. And Dorrance Armstrong's okay. He had, he had a little uh, spurt there at the end of the year. But, we, you know, he's, he's okay. And Dante Fowler, they signed him. But, I mean, after what we saw in Atlanta with Fowler, we really excited at all. Or, yeah. You know. Oh, and, what we uh, learned about Fowler is that Aaron Donald is that good. Yeah. Yes. You know, Leonard Floyd, He's okay, yeah. right? Yeah. He's an okay dude. Fowler, who gets yeah. there and he has yeah. an all pro year yeah. and then goes to Atlanta and doesn't do shit. Leonard yeah. Floyd doesn't yeah. do shit in Chicago, then comes to the Rams and he's an, almost an all pro. I think he was a pro bowler and he has two great seasons under his belt. So it's like, all right, these guys are good. They show they're good, but Aaron Donald is just great. Yeah. He's yeah. Oh, gosh. He is yeah. on another level. Yeah. yeah. So that's I mean, what Fowler proved to us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and when Fowler went to Atlanta, I mean, I, I was kind of excited about it. Yeah. I, was kinda, I was a Fowler guy coming out of Florida. I thought he was going to be good. Jacksonville, he got hurt right away, and I was bummed. Yeah. I had drafted him quite anyway, not to go all that far back. So I was like, hey, maybe after that year, you know, the big year, and he goes to Atlanta, who was void of any pass rushing talent, mm-hmm. and he had all this, this opportunity, and he was going to, you know, rejuvenate that pass rush and boy all he did like was prove aaron donald's really freaking good yep <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep no that's absolutely uh but yeah so, so- uh, sam williams is the guy i'm excited about to maybe get get some run on passing downs and just fly off the edge because that's what he does best man burst yeah. speed just you know his, his play against the run needs some work but what he can do is get after it so maybe he gets you know a couple splash games here so your thoughts on your guys' thoughts on Troy Anderson? Uh, currently going at forty, basically forty-five and a half, forty-six in rookie drafts, which is he's basically going 
third and fourth round. Yeah. I feel like that's good that's good value for him. Like that's kind of like where he fits third and fourth round. Right. And they I don't mean, have like, a lot of competition down there, right? No, so I mean like so Michael Walker. <coughs> sure he's been decent in spurts, but I mean his first two seasons in the league, I think he's played a combined like four hundred snaps. It's like he hasn't played shit. And if you look, if he's when he, I actually I started doing an article on this, but I know about it. Uh, nice. <laughs> he's played twenty three snaps or more, in it's just a handful of games. But when he has his missed tackle rate, it, so his normal missed tackle rate is ten percent. But when he plays twenty three or more snaps, it jumps up to sixteen percent. So wow. it's like you give the guy volume and he just yeah. gets worse. So it's like he's not a guy you want to have as your every down linebacker. Rashawn Evans already proved that he's not an every down linebacker. Right. I mean, he lost snaps to David Long last year. Even when Jayon Brown went out, it's like his snap share didn't increase. He still stayed at like 65, 70 snaps. It's like, all right, so no, we're out on Evans. Yep. That leaves Deion Jones and Troy Anderson. Deion Jones, they've already talked about he might be gone. Mm-hmm. So if if Deion Jones goes, it's like, <coughs> all right, I'm taking the upside guy. I'm taking the athletic six, what is he, six four, two hundred and forty pounds. Yep. But he's yep. athletic as hell. Oh god, yeah. It's like I'm taking that guy. I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm already out on Evans and I'm not excited yeah. about Walker. So what I am excited about, so the article I'm writing is is a by Deion Jones article. I like, like it. Everybody's so down on Deion Jones. Go get him now. Get him for like a third round pick. Like he's going to be 28 years old later this year. So it's like he's still young. He everybody's talking about how he had a down year last year. He was still ninth in the league in solo tackles. I mean, sure his total tackle numbers weren't that high, but Foyasade had 190. <laughs> so it's like, right? It's kind of yeah. hard, and he was still ninth in the league in solo. So it's like. Sure, his coverage grades and his grades overall sucked last year. They were poor, but they were playing for the Falcons. I mean, that entire team looked disinterested. It's like, yeah. If I mean, sure, it's not a better situation this year, but Oloken's gone. Mm-hmm. So Jones is back to his dominant role. So he's obviously and easily the best linebacker on that team if he stays in Atlanta. And even if Deion Jones gets traded, He's going to get traded to a team that is looking for a linebacker. Any team that's going to trade for a linebacker needs a linebacker. So it's just go by. Right. right. And if they're going to trade for him with that contract, right. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? plan on using him. Yeah. You're not just going to eat a bunch of money and, you know, whatever Atlanta has to pay as well, I'm sure. But that team's going to have to take on something significant with this contract. So if you're sitting there with like a third or fourth round pick, or you're willing to float around, go try to buy yourself some Deion Jones in the cheap because people hate him right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody likes oh, God, the, the yeah. new guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing like, is, and, and like you said, Rashawn Evans is nothing. Just, just gonna say, Daryl. Daryl knows all about Rashawn. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, if he was, they would have kept him, right? Right. Right. He, they would have increased his snaps when Brown went down last year. His snaps yeah. didn't exactly. increase at all. No, he he was what he was. Uh, right. David and Jalen Brown was, the, was nothing. So that tells you a whole lot right there. Right. So. I mean, there's some familiarity with Arthur Smith, Dean Pease. I think that's why he's mm-hmm. in Atlanta, but mm-hmm. I'm staying away from that. So if you're looking for a good Ricky buy, I'm in on Anderson. 
I'm, yeah. I'm all in on him, actually. He's, um, he's the highest. Especially if you can get him at pick 45, which is, yeah. what did I say? I base this on 14, so 14, 28, 42. So you're looking at fourth round. If you can get him in the fourth round, I think that's great value. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I, I'd take him in the third all day too. Yep. But if you get him in the fourth, even better. Um, exactly. I love Anderson. I, I like. I love the upside of Troy Anderson if he can make the big jump. You know. I mean, I think he can, but how early is he going to be able to transition? And that four two four, Montana that State, four point four two forty, that two hundred sent him skyrocketing. Yeah, right? with that frame, the long arms, and that frame, man. It's just, <laughs> exactly. It, you know what? If I'm Atlanta, I'm looking at my my running back situation. I'm like, you know what? Line <laughs> him up a time or two. <laughs> Hell yeah! Give it to him on the goal line so we can get tackles, tutties. <laughs> great running back in college. It's like, yeah, great. I love that. Let's give him. Let's give him. Gotta some be goal creative. Line Did you I imagine mean, that though, be... dude? Imagine oh, if they give him goal line reps. Dream. And, and he's he's like the starting. He's a, the starting linebacker. The dude wearing the dot, just piling tackles, and he's getting like four carries in the goal line get a game. Dual designation <laughs> linebacker, running back. So just, so. Oh, I, I got to put you on the spot here, Joey. Let's do this. Got to put you on the spot. Right now, today, mm-hmm. if you had to say who your IDP rookie of the year was, who is it? Defensive rookie of the year, who you got? Kyle Hamilton. It was between Not him and way. Aiden Hutchinson, but... I think that I don't, see, I don't think it's that much. close. Hutchinson, I think people are way they don't give Hutchinson enough credit at all. The dude was phenomenal. Like he he's got it all. He like, is, but ooh. what is it? What is the knock on him? Like the one knock I heard was athleticism, and he had an unbelievable testing numbers. Like he was fantastic <laughs> testing. And he's he's the most technical pass rusher. Well, I think the one knock, well, one of the knocks is gonna be he's a one year thing right but is he though you're just talking sex he's got two years of no i'm talking i'm talking overall i mean last look year at his sophomore his year. year so, so look at his saw, sophomore year what you saw was improvement like he he was talked to be a first round pick the year prior and decided to go back to right. school like he was gonna he was a late yeah. first rounder and then he bumped right. up his potential number one overall so it's like this kid shows improvement now he goes to a team with Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell loves these guys who just listen, work hard. He's going to get everything he can get out of Aiden Hutchinson, and that guy is going to be a freaking stud. Yeah, no, I, I I love I mean, I'm a Michigan fan, you guys know, so I always feel biased. But, like, Daryl, you're saying one year of production. I mean, people forget his sophomore year, he had 69 tackles, 10 tackles for loss. He only had three and a half sacks. But, I mean, the dude was a beast. And he you actually know, the, worked on his craft. Yeah, you know, he, he kicked inside uh, as a sophomore, moved around a bit. I mean, he, he really emerged that year. Yeah, it, like you said, worked on his pass rushing craft. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one year of this crazy, you know, 14 sacks, the sack production. But that sophomore year is when he really emerged. And then, he, you know, the junior year, it was the COVID year, and he got injured. So, it, you know, it, he didn't like, do much. If so. you saw this, this spike and you watched his tape and it was all, like, winning off pure athleticism, I'd say, okay – I'd be a little more reluctant, 
but it, it's not just off of his athleticism. Like his, he's incredibly technical. His footwork's fantastic. He's got a beautiful swim move. He knows how yep. to use his hands. Stacks and sheds. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love it, man. I agree with you. He's, he's smart. You know, he, he sets hey, up. I'm his, not saying you guys you know, are wrong. I'm just, I'm just telling you, you know, this is the debate, you know, one year. Well, it is. It is. I always thought it was crazy when everybody's like, well, we don't have uh, a Chase Young or a Nick Bosa in this draft. I'm like, I mean, I'm taking Aiden Hutchinson over Chase Young right now. Like that's that's how I feel about Aiden Ooh, Hutchinson and, and Chase Young. Now, but I'm Nick with Bosa, I'm with Nick, you on the Kyle Bosa Hamilton because I think Kyl Hamilton right there with my is DL one DL two. Bosa and Garrett are interchangeable with my DL one DL two, but I think like. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson does not get enough respect in this draft class. Like everybody's saying, well, we don't have that guy. It's like you do though. Have you watched him? You got a big guy. You got a technical guy. You got an athletic guy. He does it all. Like give the guy some love. Yeah. And I'm with you. I think Kyle Hamilton IDP wise is the cream of the crop of this class. Mm -hmm. Hutchinson, Thibodeau, whatever you want to believe, Kyle Hamilton's that guy. And you're putting him in, in Baltimore. This is a no-brainer. Safest floor. He he has the highest floor, the safest floor. And I think his potential is off the freaking charts, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I I just don't know that. I'm thinking of some of my leagues. I'm thinking, yeah. You know, I need defensive ends, or maybe I need a defensive linebacker. And I love Hutchinson. I love Thibodeau. I love Devin Lloyd. I love those three. But Kyle Hamilton is that dude. He He's going to be that guy. If I'm planting my flag and sticking it on somebody, I think it's Hamilton. What about you, Kyle? I'm going – I'm Aiden Hutchinson, man. I'm Team Hutch. That's my boy. Homer. <laughs> I dig it, man. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. I do. I do. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep tonight if I didn't say Hutchinson was my boy for defensive rookie of the right, year. You guys already know who my biggest bust is, Trayvon Walker. Yeah. Who do you guys think are going to bust? I'm with year? you. I'm with you. Saxonville. I love it, Joey. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> who do you guys think is going to bust? I think mm. I think Trayvon Walker is such a bust just because of the pure draft capital. <clears throat> I take Hutchison over him. I take Thibodeau over him. I would like take Jermaine Johnson so over him. That's three pass rushers right there that I would take over Walker. And oh, I think at one oh one five or six. I think he's my my DL six or seven. Well, I get it, but I mean. <laughs> In the draft, you know, not, take no, out no, my no, bias of being a Titans fan. One one, you're gonna take Trayvon Walker with such a deep class. Mm. I'm, I'm with you, Joey. I think Thibodeau and Hutchinson. Bust. Like, you got Thibodeau and Hutchinson right there, and you're gonna take Walker. Dude has like a career high of what, like five sacks, four sacks. And I would even take Jermaine Johnson over him. Yeah, I, mean, I think good- it's Hutchison, Thibodeau, Johnson, one, two, three, pass rushers. Then you kind of consider Trayvon Walker. And for right now, Saxonville. I'm taking, Car- I'm taking Carleftis over him too. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
So we all know so, Frank Car- Sutton Frank be able to reach here and say, "Hey, we're going to take this as our one-one." That's just to me. That's just asinine, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's wild. It's wild to me that you know, uh, with Hutchinson sitting there, that they right. went that route. But I'm, you know, I'm I'm a, a homer. So um, you are a homer. It's not. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll pick a, a different. I'll switch gears on the on the uh, bust, and this Don't is a player. This I, up, Kyle. I won't. This is a player I like. I still like it as a player, but I just don't. I don't like the spot at all. And that is Leo Chanel in Kansas mm. City. I loved Leo Chanel's tape. If you like watching linebackers destroy people, it, it doesn't get any better. The dude hits hard. He's a, insanely fierce blitzer i mean just a box enforcer you know he's a fierce blitzer um i mean i've said this when i was talking with macri on the big nickels like i think he genuinely hates anybody with the ball like he just looks like it right (laughs) i love leo chanel as a player but him going to kansas city granted we'll see if things do change shift there whatever but that's steve as long as steve spagnol is there i feel Mm -hmm. like we're never going to get to see chanel be the player we want him to be and i when i say bust it's not because i it's not even a talent thing because i know what he's good at he's a good box defender he's a good enforcer he needs to be in a blitz heavy scheme he's not going to hold up in coverage he's not going to mirror backs out of the backfield or man up tight ends he's going to blitz he's going to destroy people in the box Mm -hmm. but in kansas city is he going to get a chance to play more than 40 percent of the snaps they got nick bolton who's a tackle guy who can hold it down in the box you know, if they start using Willie Gay, I think Willie he Gay's... should play next to Bolton, though. That's the thing. Well, no, I mean, should, Willie Gay, Willie Gay's a coverage guy. Yeah. And it should be Bolton and Chanel. That should be their two guys right there in the middle. But then you become a liability in the middle. Exactly. Then you can't, you're a liability in coverage, man. And that Willie Gay's got the upper hand there. So that's where he's going to fit in as far as if it's him or Chanel. And Spagnola it, pretty much just went like this. Yeah, he's flipped this all off. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like Chanel, he's you're what? You're you're yeah. LG3. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's just a guy that I really not gave fans too. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, he uh, gave us the uh, bird. We were all excited there. Yeah, it's been so um, you know, it's just I just don't like the spot. I like Nick Bolton, you know, yeah. as a player. And I think oh, he's a good Bolton's idea. Oh, Nick Bolton's a leader out there. But, you know, so is Chanel going to beat him out to be the lead dog there if Bolton gets this lead role that, uh, that you know, has some, you know, has a full-time snap, snap so, share with, you know, so. My wonders is, since uh, Matthew's gone, does, do they decide to shift uh, Willie Gay kind of in like either like a money backer role? I know they don't, they, that's not a scheme they really run, but could they do that? Could they consider they have zero pass rush outside of Carleftis? I mean, they have Frank Clark. Yeah, Frank Clark. Yeah, yeah. Could you could you run your like a traditional four three, and then have Chanel just play your strong side linebacker and just bring him in and blitz him in every now and then, just just give him like seventy percent. Just break shit up. Just just destroy stuff. Just run your normal. Just run a base four three. You don't have to go crazy nickel all the time. Yeah, I mean. That's what I mean. Maybe something starts to change there a little bit. Who knows, you know? But yeah, it, yeah, I would, I would love to see something change there because he's 
trying to figure that out will keep you up at night if, you, if you're an mm-hmm. uh, IDP player with any Kansas City linebackers on your team. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> terrible to try to figure out for IDP. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. want somebody, just take Chris Jones. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's it. I'll take anybody else. Nick Bolton's oh, great. Shit. I like Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton's kind of I do too. I have faith yeah. this year, but other than that, it's like. And I think Nick Bolton, if you're looking at Kansas City, Nick Bolton's the, the guy you want, right? Yeah. And I mean, they were some, like, they were some kind of a Nick little Bolton bit of. Like, they were like, well, we don't want to rush him in. It's like it was Anthony. Anthony freaking Hitchens, like obviously. Ben Neiman, Anthony Hitchens, yeah. what the hell are we doing? Really gay. And Nick Bolton are obviously more talented than these two guys. Nick Bolton's the dude. Spies. You know, a little bit undersized, but oh, he gets it done though. Look, he did in the SEC, and he's doing it now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how it's you crazy do that you. We all use that as like a thing. It's like when we're, we're looking at talent, it's like, all right, but they did it in the SEC too. So I'm not worried about it transitioning. It's like that, that just shows how good the SEC is. Like, so exactly. I mean, I mean, so t- I mean, tell us we're wrong, right? The SEC is the blueprint. If you can freaking ball out in the SEC, it's there's a pretty the damn good chance league. you can do it in the NFL, right? <laughs> it's the SEC is the NFL farm league. That's pretty much all. It is. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Right. It's a farm exactly. system. It is. Yeah, love it. Hollywood, you got any? You got any bus candidates that uh, you could come up? Well, I know you're no, uh, you, but, you you're, you're going to hate anybody Jacksonville ever draft. So, but I understand well, you, you don't know, like fuck Jacksonville, Jacksonville <laughs> because they suck. But so, no, I, I'm I'm completely totally with Joey on this. I just think. With the depth of this class, the talent of this class at defensive end, Hutchison, Thibodeau, Jermaine Johnson, and with 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 a Walker in there. Of those four, Walker is number four on my list. Um, I heard a lot of stuff, you know, tuning in. There was some issues with the owner wanting Walker, pushing for Walker while maybe the team was looking at a different direction. Hutchinson. Yeah, Hutchinson. Should have been Hutchinson. God, it kills me. And I'm I'm with Joey. I think if you're taking a – I'll take this back. I think if you're taking a defensive end in this class, my evaluation, my interpretation – you take Kayvon Thibodeau. I think he's the best. He's the best at this class. I think Hutchison's number two. I think Jermaine Johnson's number three. So for them to just step out and just jump off the deep end with Trayvon Walker is just, I think that's asinine to me. And as a Titans fan, I love that, right? <laughs> Go ahead. You do this shit. You do you, boo. You keep fucking shit up, right? Um, it just seems weird to have an interior pass rusher lineup as an outside linebacker, and that's how exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I've done enough. Trayvon Walker's probably going to hate me forever. He's probably going to prove me. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Wrong. I'm going to look like the biggest. He will never hate you as much as he hates me. But you know what? Sucks I will own it. I will own it because I have my reserves for a reason, Mr. Walker. You know this. 
And then for Hollywood, if Jamal Walker has 48 sacks as a rookie, which obviously never happened, he'll still hate him and say he sucks because he he'll plays for the Jaguars. Bug. Yeah, because he plays for the Jaguars. It doesn't matter. You know what? It doesn't matter what he does. Sacks, you'll always I will buy it. I will buy a Trevon Walker jersey if he has 48 sacks. Fuck off with that shit. I should have picked a more reasonable number, like eight. Yeah. <laughs> now you got me thinking. Eight. I bet, I bet he doesn't even have 10. I, I'll go double digits. Over under 10. Well, I mean, are you, are you buying the jersey if he gets 10? Is that the bet? And you have to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll do it. And we'll do it. do it live. Me and Joey will do it live with the jersey. Over on. over under 10. <laughs> I'm saying under. Yeah, I got under 10. I like it's under two because fuck him. But if he under two? Oh, oh, just under two. Okay. I thought you were saying like under two sacks. <laughs> I will never root for anything sex and bill. Those motherfuckers can eat shit. They're going to fuck it up so bad, they're going to play Chase on over him. I mean, it was the best of times. It was Urban Meyer coaching Jacksonville and Bill O'Brien coaching Houston. You couldn't ask for two better. Oh, my God. Bring them back. Please bring them back. (laughs) I beg you to bring them back. Those were good times for you. He's right. Joey's like, he ain't wrong. No. He ain't wrong. No, that was, that was a fucked up time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey, my man. Don't be weird. a stranger, brother. Oh, not at all. Please. Please love having you on, dude. Yeah, dude. I love coming on. Jesus. It's nice. There's a lot of craziness that goes on in the freaking Twitter world. It's nice to just enjoy yeah, yourself. But, well... This is not. There's a lot of craziness, correct. but it's getting We're But I like to. This is not politically correct, but I like to call it twatter. <laughs> you, you know, learn, you, you that's learn the, the mute button's good and yeah. just, just kill everybody with oh, kindness. There's a mute button? Oh that's, my that's god. Like Where's this? I've, I've oh my Jesus Christ. Not, not to let trolls and like just the assholes yeah. of, of Twitter get under Yo, your skin. I love the trolls I, and assholes. What I like to do instead I is feed off them. me now, <laughs> I kind of just like, I'll subtly try to prove it wrong and just keep it going to, to yeah. prove my point and then just be like, okay, see you later. Yep. yep. It's a beautiful day. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thank you. It's no, I'm, I'm not upset. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. It ain't worth the time. You know? No, not at all. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Let them Good get stuff. pissed off about the everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, just like, I'm, I'm having a great time, man. Yeah. I don't know about you. Right. It's been fun. I agree. Joey's man. like almost my spirit animal right now. I'm just like, whoa. I will, I will be your Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, awesome. So, Joey, thank you for coming on with us, man. Oh, my pleasure. Welcome. Welcome back anytime, dude. Don't yeah, be absolutely. such a freaking stranger. Tell me anytime. Anytime you want to guess, you need to guess. Yeah, you tell me. Route. Say, hey, by God, I'm ready for IDP well, Nation. I'm coming on 200. Make it I don't care what you say. I'm yes. 200. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're closing in. So I, I, I'm going to try to do something special. 
with uh, Dan and Kyle. So hopefully we'll do something live. Joey's in. Perfect. Joey's in. Yep. Mm-hmm. My dog. My dog. So um, I, still I know we talked live. about it. Go ahead. Can I still cuss if it's live? Oh, well, Daryl will cuss no matter what. Oh, it don't matter. Oh, my God. Really? Really? I just want to do it just to see. Dan's, see, Dan's not running this show anymore. The best was when uh, Dan was gone for a while. It was just it was me and you for a stretch, and he he hopped back on just to hang out. And he the first thing he says is one of the first things was, "Yeah, I see. Since I left, the show got the explicit tag on iTunes. <laughs> All I did was no, I was just on your point that, that Dan Dan just goes, "Oh, I know." <laughs> oh, frick, dude. He, he, I love Dan to death. Don't get me wrong. I love that motherfucker to death. But God bless his little fucking heart. He had his work cut out for him because he would bust my balls every freaking night. He's like, dude, you, get your shit dude I got, you know, he's a teacher and whatever. And I'm like, fuck that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'd freaking straight just freaking bam, bam. He's like, he should have old school Catholic school styled you with a ruler right across the door. Oh. I make a I make a school blush. I make a sailor blush, no doubt about it. Oh my you god! You can make any grown man yeah. blush. Yeah, you could. You yeah. could, no doubt about like, it. Your pure beauty. That's that's why they love Hollywood. That's why he is Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah. Tennessee. Yes, sir. Got to get the definitely, people what they want. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, when we do the two hundredth episode, and it's coming up, Joey, I want you on. I'll be there. Got to join us. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't care about you. I know you don't. That's fine. Yeah, I already knew that. You're fine. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. We almost made it. That's what we almost made it for, baby. Boom. Yeah, it happened. Hour forty-five in. Hour four. I made it. Hour forty-five. So I'm pretty excited. Not gonna lie. I'm stoked about that. You should be. You should be. That may be the longest you've ever waited to get fired right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, to your defense, Kyle, you didn't really do anything wrong that time. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, Joey. Don't don't patronize him, Joey. (laughs) Jesus. That that was Hollywood saying, "Shit, I haven't fired him yet. We can't go an episode." Yeah, God, he had to. He hasn't had. He hasn't had to put up with me in a month and a half. He's like, I I got it. I I can't. I can't let everybody think I like him that much. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Joey. Damn it, Joey. (laughs) (sighs) Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck you, Joey. Joey. You Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. Tell <laughs> I love you, bro. Tell them what you're doing. Tell them where you're at, bro. And tell right. them what Come you on. said. You had some articles coming up, so tell tell them everything. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So let uh, it rip, Skippy. I'm gonna have a uh, by Dion Jones article coming out. Hopefully with uh, footballguys.com soon. I'm gonna be working on a uh, a late round draft series for rookie drafts for uh, IDP. It's gonna be. Your, your top late round DLs, DBs, and linebackers to to target. So that's something I'm working on there. Uh, I'm going to be working on projections as well. And awesome. uh, as soon as the preseason programs for uh, UConn come by, I'll I'll keep going with the UConn SI stuff too. Keep you guys up to up to date on what's going on with the program there, and hopefully we can see some some improvement with the team this year with Jim Moore in town. So nice. No, that's awesome, man! Can't wait to see all all the work that's that's gonna be coming yep. out with the with the football guys and um, yeah. I, in the UConn football too. We were talking about that 
little bit before the show like it's they're 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 getting better right yeah, you know man. so that's i can't wait better. to check that out as well it's a whole, it's, whole new culture in there man people are everybody's like everybody's buying in it's i love to see it it's awesome hell yeah that's man awesome. no, it's Joey's so proud awesome of you stuff. brother yeah man awesome Thank stuff you, I would appreciate it. hell yeah hell yeah man. Man. bring my brother Kyle like i said don't be awesome. a stranger yeah. anytime you want to come back let us know open yeah. invitation absolutely. Buddy. Love absolutely it. Let's get some other people on here and we can fuck with them too. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yep. oh, definitely. Definitely. Yep. definitely. Kyle, let it rip, Skippy. What you doing? Where you at? What you into? <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, you know, like like Joey, I'm beautiful, like I said. Bastard you. Look at you. <laughs> God, damn. Yeah, you guys can't tell probably, but I'm blushing underneath this beard. Oh, <laughs> you can tell. All right. Oh, yeah. I figured you were just drawing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's too. Oh shit! But yeah, no, um, yeah, just getting started over at football, guys. I'm gonna start brainstorming some ideas here. I've been pretty busy here lately, and things will hopefully start slowing down soon. But anyway, yeah, I gotta get uh, brainstorming some ideas and, and get some content rolling there, and so that'll be fun to try to figure out what I want to write about because got to get the creative juices flowing here at some point and get get some thoughts out there, you know, and, and, and whatnot. And yeah, looking forward to getting started with football guys and, and, uh, and then, you know, see where that takes me to just kick things off, man. Yeah. Yeah, Exciting stuff. And it's good to be back hanging out with you guys. We all got to actually talk in person. So this was, this was awesome, man. Good Good times boys. Yeah. Hell yeah. This is great. Daryl. So Hollywood, awesome. Hollywood, First kick all, it to you. I, I want to say I'm proud of both y'all. So proud of you guys. Thanks, brother. Joey, thanks for coming on. I know you got a lot going on. Kyle, shit got in the way, but by God, we're ready to rock and roll now, right? We're back. That's what I'm talking about. We're back, we're back. baby. We're back. We're back. So we got We're 23 back. episodes Better to 200. We got to crank these out. Yeah, we got we got to start. We got 23. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got to start. Yeah, we can't go a month and oh. a half in between. Yeah, 200's going to be off the freaking rails. Let me, me tell you. Me right and Joey's now. beard would be gray I, if we, if we go on this race. You, did, you can't tell. I'm, I'm already thinking right now. Mine too. Episode, oh, yeah. Mine too. <laughs> Listen, I'm already I think thinking fun. right now that episode 200, Dan may actually have to lead the show. Because yeah. I may be so fucking off the rails, it it's not even gonna be funny. <laughs> Dan, Dan's leaving the show. I think we should have a show and bring Sean on one night because you know Sean just he can't handle himself with you, Hollywood number one. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Sean can't handle it. Sean's got to come can't. on. Bring I Sean really on for two hundred. I think we could, we could have a really good show adding oh. him to this mix. Yep. Sean only wishes he could touch Hollywood's level. <laughs> Oof! I want to know what he level only... that is. Yeah. I want I, I want Sean touching any of your levels. <laughs> hey, most people don't want to touch my level, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, Joey. And on that note, I'm going to fuck to sleep. Yes, I know you're tired, brother. Thank you so much for joining five us. Five and a half hours. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So thank you yep. so much for joining us. You're yeah, welcome. Thanks, Joey. Appreciate anytime. you. Yeah, rock and roll, fellas, definitely. Let's 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 get these episodes going. I'm ready for yeah, two hundred. I want to fuck with Dan too. 
You know what? I'm busting Dan's balls tomorrow at 6 a.m. When I get up, I'm freaking rocking his ass. Do it. Fire him I'm up. like, Dan. I'm like, Dan, you're fired, asshole. You know he's awake, though. It's like, it's not yeah, I know he's awake. He's just like, second cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to teach. Yeah. I'm up early. And I'm like, bam. <laughs> All over his ass. Hollywood's like, ah, fucking yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Fuck I'm, you, Dan. Like, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Look at Joey slamming that thing. Like a freaking champ. Bam. Listen, I, had, I had the years of partying behind me. Trust me. Trust. I love you, bro. Thank you love so you much too, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, okay. dude. This was awesome, man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, give love us you. that rate and review. Let us know what's up. Go to idpnation.com. Check out our uh, our uh, website. All kinds of things going over there. And we will see you next week. Me and Kyle's. Oh, my God. Kyle, we're back in the groove, baby. We're back we're in back. the groove. We're back. I see me, I see me, I see me and you doing like thriller. Thriller. Uh, Yeah. You you fucking beautiful (laughs) bastard. Love you. Peace out, homies. (laughs) What the fuck is up?